Welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, James. Hello. Shannon. Hello. And Brody. <laughs> Hello. Are you not accustomed to me saying your name, Shannon? What was the funny look for? I, I feel my like there was like a whistle when first. James spoke. Well, yeah, and that. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe it was the like premature it. return guessing, of Chipmunk please. James. You never know. Uh, well, on the show today, we are going to be talking about Star Wars Jedi Survivor, AFL 23, and Twisted Metal, and Vampire Survivor. But first, let's get into the juicy topic that I suspect it will be. And Brody, that is your Redfall review. You gave the game a score of 6.5 out of 10. And this is a rare occasion in which we've all had the opportunity to play the game ahead of its release, even together at one point, um, mm. which was pretty wild. Quite but an I do want to <laughs> start with you, Brody, seeing as you the reviewer on this one. What? How did you arrive at that score of 6.5? Yeah, so... um. Obviously, 6.5, if you're following the scores, it probably skews on the highest side, I guess, compared to some other outlets at the minute. Um, and I sort of got there after wading through my d- disappointment with a lot of the game's design. I sort of tried to think about what it does well that I still enjoy. Um, I think we'll probably all attest to the fact that while running well, it's not necessarily the best of co-op games. And I actually had the most fun with Redfall when I was playing by myself. Um, like I think I took more time to focus on that world building, uh, the story that is there if you want to look for it. Um, Dr. Addison and all. What's with James's side eye? It, it just gets me <laughs> I'm every not time. Side eye. No, I was it's just a big saying call like to I, when you were playing with the three of us exclusively. I feel I. But I can only speak about my experience. I'm, yeah, I know you can, and I yeah. just think like it's not that I didn't like, have fun. It's just some of us were whining a fucking lot. So, yeah, I know. There were, like, some people <laughs> yeah, in the group yeah. who just didn't want to it play. Was valid, they just it turned out, wasn't it? Really, yeah. really mooted my I, experience. But yeah, I, can, uh, I understand. That's why I was laughing. Because I think it would be fun <laughs> with friends, like, if all your friends wanted to play. If they all like, bought in. Yeah, look, perhaps, perhaps. And if, and if you were doing good, the yeah. same things. Like, I feel like we all branched off doing weird, different things that really didn't suit the game design. But nevertheless, that is uh, beside the point. So, I mean, like, the mm. game does that world building really well. It despite having a lot of graphical hang-ups it is pretty i think the art design is really good and striking there's obviously a lot of uh really good imagery like the waves that surround the town and like the blacked out sun and stuff like that it's all really cool um the gunplay is tight it's just like everything else in the game i feel like is is pretty poor um it screams of a game that basically uh I don't know, like a year ago, they might have got told, oh, you need to add a second half to this. And they were like, oh, shit, we better pad this out with some stuff. Um, So like, despite there being plenty of opportunities to pick up more than one at a time, you can only get one mission at a time, meaning you've constantly... Where are we backtracking to, Shannon? The safe safe house, house. baby. Yeah. Everyone's favorite Redfall feature. Yeah, the safe house. Yeah, so... Uh, stuff like that and the fact that you know they'll put like red painful like killer smoke in the fucking map to make you divert everywhere and like take anything but the straightest line to your objective just mm-hmm. like says that they're just trying to mask the fact that there wasn't as much content in this as they might have liked because if you were to boil it down strip all that stuff away like it's the campaign's not that long um, yeah the quest design itself aside from like some of the latest stuff that like explores the psychic realm a bit more kind of like the vampire nests like the which are like cool dungeons that we got to do a few of and i think they're probably one of my favorite things in the game like they're very striking and uh i guess more contained like a strike in destiny almost um 
yeah, like the mission design on the whole was pretty uh, uninspired. Uh, there were a lot of bugs, um, graphical and otherwise. Like uh, there were plenty of times like, like I would stealth up to a point in the map and uh, enemies would just appear out of nowhere because the game would load them in and then I'd just get absolutely shot to shit. So uh, a lot of frustrations like that, a few hard crashes. Uh, yeah, so pretty unoptimized, pretty uninspired uh it's a shame because you know when i was sort of full flight doing i guess the best parts of the game i did have a bit of fun but on the whole yeah it's um it's disappointing and like i've I've seen a few people say and i don't disagree with it like a team like arcane who have like so frequently like delivered like high quality games like they probably not have earned like a swing and a miss to a degree um but uh yeah i don't know it's just a shame that a month ago or a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about how important this is for Microsoft in particular, because, uh, you know, their first party output hasn't been the best and they really needed this to hit, to take a little bit of the pressure off games that are coming later in the year, like Forza and Starfield and stuff like that. Yeah. It seem I definitely like do want to circle back to that point and open up that discussion, but sticking with Redfall a little bit longer in isolation, Shannon, you were, when we were playing it together, you were one of the more vocal in your criticism of its design repeatedly, as Brody called out, returning to the safe house to pick up another mission. What exactly were your gripes with the design and the mission structure of the game? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed like the combat and the gunplay and like the vampires and everything to do with that. Like when it was happening, it just felt like when you boiled it down to how much of the game that actually made up, it was literally, I reckon like 10% of the time we spent doing and it wasn't as even though as if when you're going between the safe house and a mission you're running into five other things you can do along the way like you're literally going from point a to b and there was at least what three or four times where we would have to deliver something and wouldn't really even encounter many enemies along the way and then just go straight back to the safe house yeah i've uh, seen deliver, other people pointing out to a cemetery and then yeah four of us kill one fucking vampire <laughs> exactly yeah. like, that and yeah. i couldn't believe like how often we were moving between objectives at least in the first area maybe it gets different as the further into the yeah. game you get how little enemies you would encounter like you would traverse half of the map and not encounter a single enemy and like comparatively speaking, on? like compared to games like Far Cry, which I guess this mm. game drew comparisons to in previews, like the map isn't really that big. Like no. the game is in two halves. Um, so you'll be in this first area that we were in uh, for like the first six hours of the game. And then you'll move into the other one after that, which is about the same size. So, oh, I mean, so there's only the two areas. Yeah, just two. Um, right. So all Yikes. things considered, okay. like it's not that huge. Like they're probably no. slightly bigger than some of Destiny's biggest areas. Like if you were mm. to go to the Cosmodrome, for example, and go to every area of that, like it's probably almost in scale, the same size, just obviously yeah. more spread out. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of reviews called this out as well. And I think we spke about it. Like it, it appeared that there was no scaling. So playing one player probably was better experience as one player because it it felt like it was more balanced in terms of enemies on screen that you had to take down, where mm. it was exactly the same amount of enemies for four players, and there wasn't it didn't feel like there were enough enemies for four players on screen for at least that first yeah. half of the game or near the half that we played. And, and then I assume further, it, it did change a little bit. Further to that point as well, like even 
the synergy between like the four of us when we were playing like i didn't feel like like with destiny like they make team composition and your supers and all that sort of stuff uh like a, a focal point and like obviously being able to use them in in conjunction with each other is a big thing and i feel like that wasn't really there um like you had you and i think he was playing as remy um you had like your healing well and stuff and that was probably like the main thing that you'd all use together like yeah. i feel like the uh, I guess the traversal abilities of like one of the other characters weren't really useful in a group. Um, and like the guy I played, Jacob, like his are like purely offensive. And I think they really were pretty good in sort of certain situations in the game. Like they were good for high DPS and stuff like that in like crunch minutes, like boss fights and stuff like that. But in a team setting, like it beyond dealing DPS, it's not really, yeah, there wasn't really a lot of synergy. I didn't feel when we were playing. Yeah, the the whole progression and the the um, uh, kind of scaling shortcomings really bothered me. Having I was talking about at length while we were playing, but having just come from Dead Island Two, I think it it did this style of game so much better. Dead Island Two, and I kind of thought maybe people would roll out of that and into this, but I don't know if I could really recommend that based on what i've played with any sort of confidence but like Ooh. yeah you should be able to play and progress a story with friends and that relate back to your save like depending on how far you've played through if you've played past the point you've made it to in your game with your friends it should just pick up and carry on with you um yeah to then go back having played together and start a game fresh with me with a character that we'd already got up to like level eight or whatever it just kind of felt like super odd and to be locked into that character at that point like i couldn't have loaded another one and kept that skill point progression or anything i would have been starting from ground zero once again um just when there's so many good examples of that being demonstrated in other games it's so frustrating that it's not here this time I, yeah i think it's sad because i think like everyone can see that there is a good game here like the premise the setting and i think the gunplay like are, are quite good but i don't know if it was rushed for whatever reason, given like mm. Xbox just needed something. Like, I think no one can deny the fact it probably needed more time in the oven. I think it could have benefited from that. Um, so that's the sad thing for me. Like there's definitely signs of life here that um, could have been, it could have been made better as a game. I do wonder if for sure. there'll be updates to it as well and if it will become better over time, but yeah, it probably has a long way to go. <laughs> uh, James, you've been quiet. What did you make of Redfall? Um, it was all right. I don't. As I'm a big arcane person, so like, mm. um, yeah, it's it to me. It just like flies in the face of everything that they're like. It's not. It's not what they're good at. And it's not. And I, I can appreciate. I, I don't think. Like, of course, every dev should have a chance to try something new. Mm. Um, and obviously for them, it's new. But I think, like, overall, big picture wise, like, it's not really that new. Um, and yeah. to, the thing that struck me the most was, yeah, like, like Brody said, there's obviously, um, there's like not much game here. Um, and the ways that it's been padded out are quite obvious. Um, like, e like even not just being able to pick up only like one or two missions per like visit just doesn't make sense to me. But then like we were saying when we were playing is like, if it was the other way around, you would just finish it so quickly. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. Like I know like say arcane is maybe they people felt, felt they were getting a bit stale with like the idea of the immersive sim and stuff. But like, I, I feel like that they are, their games are so revered because there really isn't anything like that. 
um, so to then pivot to this kind of style, which isn't really their style, doesn't really leverage anything that they've kind of become known for or they're really good at, um, was just really disappointing. Mm. Um, there is like, glimpses the last... of it though, right? Like, I mean, obviously the art style and even the kind of just mm. setting and tone of the game still feels very <clears throat> arcane and the way yeah, that like you can pre- approach an objective kind of three or four different ways. Like you could get past a locked door, for instance, by I don't know, climbing to another part of the building. The map design in that sense is, is pretty good. Like I think yeah. it is true to what they do. Do you reckon, and this might be for James, because obviously he's very familiar with their back catalogue. Do you think they might've tried to do something like this that's a bit more mainstream because their other games haven't necessarily been commercially successful? Despite being yeah, I mean, successful? That, that could be a thing. Like, I don't know if... I don't but know. does that matter but with Game I, Pass now? Who knows? That's what I mean. Like, metric, metrics-wise, like, I don't know what looks like a success to Microsoft in this way. Because mm-hmm. um, I do think, like, in three months' time, it'll be... I'm assuming it'll be a little bit more... Like, it'll run better, obviously. Um, there might be content added to it. I just think, like... I think it's it. this was unfinished. I, I don't want to say unfinished, because it does feel, like, complete in a way. But... yeah. Like, I, like, there's that, that big open world, there's nothing in it. Like, there's not really a lot, been a lot of care to, like, kind of fine-tune this stuff. Um, even, like, you guys were saying, like, there's ATVs everywhere, but you can't ride them. And that feels a bit weird, too. Like, I know that you probably... Like, it, the maps are quite small at the end of the day, so maybe vehicles wouldn't matter. But, like, I just think there's, like, all these little bits and pieces that kind of allude to the fact that I think this was pushed out quite quickly. Like, like I'm even what? shocked to hear there's only two areas. Like, uh, the first mm. area... You know, we played for, I don't know, we were speeding it a little bit, um, but like uh, for about two hours, three hours when we played together, and, and, that, was, what, 33%, and that was what, <laughs> yeah. 33%, like yeah. that that was like wild to me. I'm um, just coming yeah. off the back of games like Prey, where like you can just get lost in that world for ages um, mm. and just find all this cool stuff. And I, I really thought that they would, they would kind of do all of that in an open world setting with friends and that would be great like that would be like a natural progression of what they're they're known for um instead we get this like weird it is like a yeah it's just like a weird division clone kind of i mean obviously it's not for so many but like design wise and conceptually yeah you know it is very similar what's most egregious about the atv thing and like the obviously the vehicles that are around the map uh, that obviously can't be driven. Their only purpose is to be able to explode them, but there's no enemies in the map to actually <laughs> damage them with. So it's like, why are they even there? Like, it's the game's just full of like weird design choices like that. That um, I I had to check we weren't playing on like a lower difficulty that like restricted enemy spawns or something. And no, like we were playing at like the normal kind of recommended yeah, difficulty. Like, is, yeah, yeah. I, I can. Mm. I was so so surprised. And yeah. I, like, if I you're going like, to pad a game out, it's... like, surely that would be what you do. It's like, let's just inject more enemies on the map and kind of slow down players getting from A to B. But yeah. instead, uh, we were rushing to a checkpoint, yeah. putting something somewhere, and then fast traveling back to the safe house. Mm. I also think, like, um, it's quite repetitive. And coming off of Dead Island 2, which is also repetitive, mm. like, it's, it is, to me, like, a miracle that that game came together the way that it did under the yeah. same, like, worst circumstances, I would argue. Um and be so solid and polished and released on so many different SKUs, like five different SKUs at least. Like, do, like it's it's crazy to me that, that that all happened, you know, and then Redfall is here. And it doesn't, like, I don't know. I'm probably being too harsh on it, but, like, I just... 
was like severely whelmed, maybe even <laughs> underwhelmed. Um, you mentioned maybe the, I would um, enjoy it more by myself for sure. Um, like, and that's that's the, yeah. the beauty of Game Pass, right? Like, you can just jump into it again later if you need in, to. In saying that, though, it's it to get back to the progression. It's so frustrating to have played it at together. Well, obviously, yeah. Like, so we were playing like, two, three hours. Yeah, and I had to leave, and then like you all had to quit and start so again. That won't like, be a problem for James because he was the host. So yeah. Oh, well, true. But, yeah. <laughs> but but do you know what I mean? Like that's that's also a bit weird to me. Like if one yeah. person has to leave, like I just think like where we're at now with like co-op and online and stuff, like to not have drop in drop out feels also given a bit weird. we all started yeah. together like the, the four of us literally started a new game like we yeah. all yeah. should just be able to then go off from that point and do our own thing if we choose yeah. to yeah. i think like yeah like host migration is not like a new thing in like games like this so like but i, I think that again just speaks to arcane's inexperience in making a game like this like they just yeah and i think that's the least of its problems if i'm being honest like i don't think that's why it's being yeah i think fundamentally like there's there's something wrong like it's not like these little features are missing and stuff i just think like generally speaking it's quite simple to go um, to then like open up i suppose that broader conversation about xbox's plated games now i suppose like you kind of hope this would be the opportunity that merging with the likes of xbox would provide though it's like hey you want to come in you want to make a different kind of game we can connect you with people that have experience making the sort of game you want to create like we can help you with some sort of host migration system or that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I, I James, think, to I think, put that into I a question. Think, like, sorry, go for it. Like, in terms of Xbox, um, the way that, obviously, Game Pass is structured and stuff, like, are we at the point now where they just need to get stuff out to have stuff there to be, have subscribers engaged? Like, yeah. it's not... Like, yes, it wasn't ready, but there's nothing else this month. Like, you want to have that, like, kind of steady string like it reminds me almost of like you know when like disney plus kind of first started when it still kind of happens and you have like all these like kind of tent pole shows and there's like shitty in between ones as well yeah to like keep people going and it's some would argue it's still like that but like i I, generally speaking that's what this whole situation reminds me of a little bit yeah yeah you kind of get maybe smaller titles to kind of fill the gaps between your next halo your next gears of war that kind of thing. Perhaps. But I think at the end of the day, like you need to have the content that everybody wants to actually subscribe for. And like, this is not that I don't mm, think. Yeah. Not only that, I still think, and I think we talked about it last week, whenever it was like the fact that it, it doesn't run great on the Xbox series X and looks mm. totally different in my opinion to it. doesn't like, I feel like this should have been a game that technically at the very least yeah. ran. And so this surprised me. Good. I was playing on PC and I was, complaining to you about my frame rate fluctuating wildly no matter what sort of game settings I seem to put it at. Like, I scaled it right down and cranked the DLSS performance, and I was still kind of getting the same range of frame rates that I was having when I had the graphics cranked right up and DLSS turned off. Um, But then I saw screenshots of, like, what it was looking like on Xbox for you. A, like, the presentation of the game looked wildly different, and it's running at 30 FPS, like, Brody, was that a hindrance to your experience at all, or did you find the performance of it manageable? Um, no, well, like I said, I, I, the f- performance and, I guess, the optimization of the game was poor. Um, the frame rate 
already like the obviously the issues it has being 30 only like it still had plunges in frame rate during certain like uh fights and stuff with certain special vampire types and stuff so sure. i mean like you, you definitely notice it and like i said there was plenty of crashes plenty of times where i'd like just bug out in the menu and have to like close the game get back into it and stuff like that so yeah i mean performance wise it is rough but it's something i'm sure they will iron out in the coming months as they sort of work toward this 60 fps patch so i'm very curious to see what it will be like in four or five months like whether it's mm. going to be significantly better or yeah yeah i really hope they do give it a bit more time. i also like i like when arcane has experimented like say with um with prey moon crash was really good that was like a first for mm. them rogue like obviously um, and then even Typhon Hunter was quite fun. Like, obviously nobody played it and stuff, Like, but that was a really good multiplayer adaptation of, like I guess, like the arcane formula. So I really kind of hoped that that would carry through here. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Shannon, how optimistic do you feel about Bethesda-exclusive Xbox games going forward? Kind of seeing as this is the first kind of real one, and I guess the first kind of test of that new relationship... Are you optimistic that this is just an anomaly and it'll be smooth sailing from here? Or do you have any kind of broader concerns? It's a hard one. Like, I think this is obviously, I don't, I don't know, percentage, but like it was on the way to being done as a concept, like when Xbox took them over. I think that's been documented. Yeah. So like, I don't think Xbox are to blame for this as a concept. I think what surprises me and like it's on one hand, I want to say, like, there's no way Starfield is not going to be fantastic. But then I just look at this from, like, the performance point of view and the things we've spoken about, about, like, this at least being technically, like, a showpiece for Xbox for their console. Um, it's so hard. I don't I don't think this is being positioned you, like that, though. Like, I, I, like, I can see in no, come November, Starfield printed on the box of a console with, like, you know, Power Your Dreams written across the front. I could never but see that happening. But this should be that, because, like, Redfall. it's their first game... It's their first exclusive in how long? No, I agree. Like, I'm not saying that, but I'm I'm just think that... Yeah, they're not comparable. Like, they were never going on the same to be scale like of, Starfield. I agree yeah, with that. And, like, the teams are so different as well. Like, I there's just, a lot of I don't, factors For there. me, it's, like, not the slam dunk that, like, Starfield's going to come out day one and be attend because i think they're going to be in the same position with that where it's probably going to have to just come out at some point because what else do they yeah, have to I th- release i think it's definitely like eroded confidence like i would have thought that first party games from now like from since halo onwards would be you know at least decent at launch, yeah you know like put like rock solid performance on your flagship console well, if this um, I, I, if this is a real like out. we always speak about price and how it really shouldn't come into the factor, but if Game Pass didn't exist and this was a hundred and twenty dollar game, like I think scores would be lower across the board and people would be being a lot harsher. I think like that's a safe comment to make, right? Like it'd be less of a pass, I think, for general gamers at least. Yeah, yeah. I, I was curious about what, how player reviews would kind of. Um, net out for Redfall because Brody you made the point that like historically arcane games have been really well received by critics but not done well commercially I kind of wondered if this was going to be the opposite like maybe the formula of it the fact you can play with friends would make it more popular amongst day-to-day gamers than set critics um and maybe like game pass is a factor there the fact that hey like you've got a service you're looking for a game to play it's not going to cost you anything extra is there fun to be had with it? I, I think yes. Like, despite 
its flaws you can sort of lark about with your mates and if that's the kind of game that speaks to you as it does me then sure there's something there to pass your time um but yeah that's it's a tricky one the game i think it is it is fun like i think absolutely like play it on a weekend with mates like i don't really think there is anything else on game pass like it at the moment that i can think of like it definitely yeah boot it up and it runs it's fine like it's a good time when you're in like those combat areas. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think definitely jump in on Game Pass. I would still re- like. I've, I've already recommended it to my brother. Like I've said, yeah, hey, we've just, we've just played through Dead Island together. I'm like, if you want to keep playing that style of game, like we could jump into Redfall. Like I think we'd have a laugh. Um, but yeah, is it as good? I don't think so. And Dead Island Two obviously had its flaws as well. So it's not comparing a game to a ten. Performance-wise, we're we're struggling. Like we're seeing a lot of games have glitches and issues at the moment. It's probably another conversation for another time. But it's across the board. Like there's obviously something happening. Are you setting up whether it be like segue for me? You've seen. I was going to say what a lovely dovetail. But I'll take it. I guess Brody. Just to wrap this up, I want to go back to you and any kind of final remarks you have on Redfall. But where does Arcane? go from here like if you want to kind of reflect on your positivity or otherwise as to xbox's lineup go go for that too but yeah i'm particularly curious about arcane like is this as you said a swing and a miss and they go back to what they've done before or would you like to see them still experiment no i mean i think you always still encourage creatives to you know try and do something different but um look i think they would maybe just focus in on the things they do well like keep building uh you know really engrossing worlds like this game does end open-ended for a sequel if they wanted to make something a lot more focused that maybe isn't co-op driven and stuff like that try and i guess turn it into an ip that can you know be sustainable and go forward for them so Mm. uh look i hope they do whatever they want to do and i just hope that is good yeah I love that I suggested this was going to be a tight episode and I just looked at the (laughs) clock and we're already 25 minutes in talking about Redfall. Um, But do go and check out Brody's full review over on the website where you'll also find James W's review of Jedi Survivor, which was the next game I wanted to talk about and Shannon, hence why I thought the performance thing might have been a bit of a segue as well. Um, You and I have been playing a bit of Jedi Survivor uh, and I think we're still both yet to finish the game, but having a great time with it. Um, are you still enjoying the game? Yeah, definitely. I've been loving it um, and, and going, I don't want to, again, go back to crapping on Redfall because I did enjoy our time with it, but I was very keen to jump back to Jedi Survivor. Yeah. But yeah, really Likewise. enjoying it. Um, I fell off Fallen Order maybe 60% of the way through. I can't even remember why at the time, but I I just feel like this does things so much better in terms of like giving you um, like double jumps and a grapple hook and Mm. things like that from the get go to make traversal better. You get all the stances really quickly, which surprised me. Um, Yeah. It just, it feels like there, it feels like uncharted two from uncharted one in terms of like jumps and being fully realized and yeah, taking it slow and I'm realizing like how big it is and how much there is to do on these planets with all the little side missions and yeah. the hollow fighting oh. and things like that. But And I'm loving all of it. The game like just does not stop throwing new things at you, be it a new stance or a new traversal yeah. mechanic. And like, 
it's hard to know when to move on from a planet because you kind of do want to keep exploring stuff, but you're aware that you're going to unlock a new ability that opens up a different branching pathway. Um, so I'm kind of like committing more to the story now rather than getting lost in the weeds. But yeah, I'm the same. yeah, I like I love just the parkour and the parkour I really kind of love and hated like in the first game. I liked the kind of Titanfall esque wall running and kind of thing, but it was a bit janky at times. It feels much more tighter this time, and there's long sections where you just do the most amazing kind of string of jumps and repels and stuff. It's great. Like it um, feels like you're in control of, of like a Jedi master, like in yeah. traversal as well. And he felt really clumsy in the first one, like sliding and doing all that crap where you'd like fall yeah. down a ledge. And the stances aren't filler. Like I'm finding, I'm switching up when I'm encountering different enemies and finding new favorites and, you know, maybe having a fling with one and then going back to an old faithful. But yeah, um, no, I was I was eager to gush about it, clearly, seeing as we haven't really addressed it um, in the review at all. Um, Brody and James, have either of you played any Jedi Survivor, or is it on your radar? I'm conscious, Brody, you've just done a review, and James, I know you've got other games on the go too, but is it one you plan to get around to? Oh, you muted? We can't hear you, Brody. Right, you are. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to duck into JB yesterday to pick up a a Fitbit uh, charger for oh. Katie. So I uh, oh. I went to the game section. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to buy a fucking Jedi Survivor. And I did. So uh, it's in my car currently. I'm hiding it from her because I don't want her to know I bought it. <laughs> so um, I'll bring it in one Fair day and I'll be like, yeah, I'll put it in my boot like all of James's it's, it's, Switch Yeah, games. I was going to say, it's like a <laughs> sacred practice uh, on the podcast yeah. to now, store games in your car. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, so I definitely, uh, when I get a bit of time, I want to get it. I'm about to have a couple of weeks off work. So I'm... Uh, Hoping nice. to get it in and boot it up. I, I similarly dropped off uh, Fallen Order pretty early, but um, obviously everyone gushing about this game has made me want to get into it. It'd be yeah. probably nice to play a game with a bit of polish instead of uh, yeah, the alternative. Well, it's funny you should say that because it's certainly attracted what? its uh, <laughs> criticism for its performance as well. Um, a bit of a trend in re- recent releases, including Redfall. Um, Shannon, have you had much issues with the performance at all? Is it deterred from your experience not not the performance i've been playing in fidelity or quality mode which i think is the more stable of the two yeah. like i think it does keep like brody laughs because we hung a lot of shit on redfall for 30 no, fps no, no. but we're I'm comfortable laugh- with it a jedi survivor. i'm laughing at the group chat i'm laughing at the group chat oh. <laughs> <laughs> um i have ever since one of the bosses just disappeared into a wall and i defeated them through that i've had two crashes since that so i'm not sure yeah. if that has sent it into a spin, like one when playing the holograph <laughs> fighting and another when, when fast um, transporting. I should say, like, there was a note to people who had early access that the launch day patch, like, might cause issues, so it could just be that. But otherwise, yeah. I think it's fairly fine on, on PS5. Like, it looks phenomenal. Like, it, it's, it's, it's up there with the best-looking games, definitely the best-looking open-world games, in my opinion. Like, it's just stunning. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm a nerd well. for this. I usually always play in performance mode, but I had to switch it over to quality mode because the frame rate drops and performance were just yeah. a little too distracting. And there was visual tearing too, which I don't often see. Um, okay. So- I, I didn't get... <laughs> wait, wait, why are you laughing? I thought you were about to come after me. <laughs> no, I don't. I just... I, I feel... I am I like I'm very usually very sensitive to tearing and like frame rate issues and all that kind of yeah. stuff. I can still play a game <laughs> if it's 30. <laughs> 
Oh, okay, guys. Honestly. You said it. (laughs) Just please. That was the worst phrasing ever. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, but when I play games now, like, is VR really that good that like it's covering up all this shit for me? Because, like, example, Elden Ring. I remember played that at launch. It was fine. Um, everybody was like, oh, it's awful. Like, I can't even play it on console. And I'm like, but, like, to me, it looks 60. And it's not my TV doing interpolation or anything like that. Like, it, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't... I'd love and then I was, smoothing on. I played... Yeah, I didn't. I would never do that. Like, I'm not yeah. disgusting. But, like, I... There was a, um... I, like, I played Coruscant in Jedi Survivor, and then something else popped yeah. up, and I had to move to that. But, like... Yeah. That seemed fine to me. I didn't get to the open world, though. So, I'm assuming maybe that's when it starts to shit itself. Um, yeah, Coruscant wasn't too bad. It's certainly Kobo, which is like the next planet you go to, is when I started noticing it chugging more. So frequently. you were playing in performance or fidelity, James? Sorry, I missed that. Uh, performance. Yeah, I think VR should. That is what it's meant to do. Like it should help you not notice. Because I just and I, I mean, had like that with VR. There was another ga- Resi Four though, also. Like I had that. I didn't yeah. have any issues. Like I didn't see many drops at all. But everyone was saying yeah. the performance is unacceptable. Like, well, I, I, obviously I haven't had any like performance that. issues. You're just a tolerable well. human, James, I think. I'm not even, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Although sensitive to tearing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, despite all of the performance issues, I'm going to go on a limb I'm and say it's my more. game of the year so far. And that's n- without having finished it. I just... Absolutely. I think I said that to you once. So we're on so the same page there. There we go. Excellent. Um, anyhow, if you've not picked up Jedi Survivor yet because you were holding out for AFL 23, a very similar game, you might That's want to me. reconsider as you'll be waiting a little bit longer, at least if uh, you're an Xbox player. Uh, we spoke about this a little while ago um, after it was recently delayed. Right before the new May 4th release date, the Xbox version of the game has been pushed to mid to late June Um so quite a, a setback relative to the more recent, the other recent delay. Um, Shannon, I'm going to come back to you first on this. We spoke a little bit about that physical shipment delaying the release last time, but this time it's both physical and digital that are getting pushed back. What do you think's happened here? We're speculating again. Oh, it's such a hard one. There's so many scenarios. Look, I think that Big Ant initially probably would have taken as long as they could have. As, as they would have taken as much time as they could have to, to get it right in terms of patches and sure. getting it right before launching. I think initially there's, there's two scenarios. Like either they just wanted to delay it to get it right with patches and whatever else and took the opportunity. I think I believe the Xbox story initial, like originally, but like just a shipment I don't delay. know if I believe that as the singular reason why they've delayed it. Um, yeah. But that, that could be that. It could be they just wanted parity between it's it's such a hard one because the i like i even if you believe that like they're they're going against that now like weeks later so they could have just released it when they were supposed to and been in the same situation if it was just an xbox first playstation issue we could have released three weeks ago and it would have been no different um maybe there's like some contractual obligation and it gets voided if someone doesn't come through within a certain amount of time or something so they're just like fuck it let's go yeah i you know? i think i think they've realized now that like they can't delay the whole game six weeks again because that would 
be awful for them. Like, it's already awful that they had a launch <clears> party <throat> where they had 20 or 30 AFL stars in attendance and had to delay the game. Like, that's a nightmare mm. for them. Yeah. And I think the retail versus digital thing, like, you can't... Like, EB and JB would be shitty if they've ordered all these Xbox copies and you can order it digitally six weeks before they've got it. So I get that part of it. Like, if yeah. you're delaying... As shit as it is, like, if you're delaying it on Xbox, you have to do both um, or just cancel the physical version of Xbox. Um yeah i don't know there's something here that and we were speaking about this last week on the podcast i think about like why some indie games don't come to xbox i think like either xbox has stronger qa or it's harder to get patches through so like that could play a part of it in terms of like what needs to be on the disc and i do know that the playstation version had nothing on the disc so you have to download the entire game so it could just be that where xbox won't allow that kind of thing there's there's something at play and um it's weird though because no, we, we was, I can't recall. Well, different. I don't know. I can't yes. recall a time where this has happened where like a game has come out on PlayStation and not Xbox for weeks. Like we're talking six weeks, like not two days. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd love to know more about why it is happening. And there's a lot of reasons that I could speculate about why it could be, but I don't know for sure which is correct. Yeah, James. I think it was in last week's episode when we were speaking about Oxen Free Two not coming to Xbox. You shared your conspiracy theory. I think you referred to it as that Xbox had some processes that made it more challenging to release games on the platform, and thus some indie developers were opting out as the return wasn't worth the extra effort, I guess, or the hassle wasn't worth it. Do you? How like how has this impacted your conspiracy theory at all? Are you believing in it more given this latest development? Hmm, it's interesting. Nah, um, yeah, like I don't. I, what I said last week or whatever, I was saying that like because people they they didn't feel people bought games as much as they do because of Game Pass. Like that's what I said mm. last week. But like I also think for for years. Um, there has always been games coming out physically, PS4, PS5, Switch, and then nothing on Xbox. And that was because there was like a minimum, you're going to make a minimum amount of discs to be able to print a disc, like all kinds of things like that were in place. Sure. Um, whereas I know other publishers don't have minimum orders or whatever. Um, <clears throat> so like there, there does seem to be like a flux of titles that are announced for everything except Xbox. Um, and I guess you just have to read between the lines there and be like, why? You know, um, I definitely think there's something there. And I think obviously with, with a game like AFL, it's quite unique in that um, it's probably, I'm assuming it's produced in the same like logistical chain as every other game that's made for Xbox as an example. Mm. Um, but then with AFL, it's a game that they don't really want to produce in massive numbers because obviously you can't sell that game to any countries besides Australia. Like it's already a product that's for a niche market. So I just think like, I think it is logistical issues, but like, I think obviously it's being more felt because it's closer to home. It's a smaller team, um, smaller publisher compared to say like EA with FIFA, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Brady, do you have any concerns at all about Xbox's process off the back of this? Um, no, I think what James probably says is right. It's probably to do with, like, yeah, I guess minimum orders and stuff like that and the concerns that the install base for Xbox might not be there to get a, a good return. But 
again, they're still printing copies, so that can't really be their issue. Um, mm. So, but there yeah. might be things in place where they can't re- get out of that as well now. Yeah, or yeah, or maybe right. even it like hurts the priority in terms of like certification on the platform, that kind of thing. That was yeah. my kind of gut instinct that maybe there's some complexity or some quirk to the Xbox certification process. I have read things about this being, relative to PlayStation. I have read things about Xbox's processes, like from other like indie devs who have written articles and stuff that it's quite costly to get patches out and stuff like that. So whether that's an element as well, and maybe they've had to delay it because of finances and stuff like that, who knows? But um, yeah, uh, I'm not, yeah, I guess I'm not terribly concerned because this seems like a very small uh, case in terms of it. Like James said, it's probably yeah. just feels bigger because it's closer to home and it's something we're all pretty familiar with. But um, I think at large, it's probably not going to be a huge issue. Hope the game's still good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I take it you'll be picking it up when it's out on the, the 4th on PlayStation? Uh, n- well, you, I'm a bit of an Xbox guy, so yeah, I would probably wait uh, if it You'd comes to it. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like this could be a fun, uh, we'll see how thirsty I am for it. Play some AFL together. Um, all right, let's <laughs> pivot now towards movie, sorry, TV adaptations of video games. One of my favorite topics to talk about often create some heated arguments um a teaser trailer has come out for the upcoming twisted metal tv series starring anthony mackie as the lead john doe uh james i have no connection whatsoever to the twisted metal series so i can't say this trailer did anything for me um but what did you make of it did you get anything out of out of the teaser trailer Mm, no I'm not going to be watching the series when it comes out. No connection to Twisted Metal either. Um, very strange and bizarre um, adaptation. But, it reminded me of you know. what a bop uh, "Steal My Sunshine" is. That's that's a song. That was a song. I, it's on nice. Peacock. As it's on Peacock as well, so it won't last past the season anyway. So I think, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just not worth it. I remember this being spoken life. about so long ago, and I'm like, may as it's come to fruition. But yeah, I can't say I'm particularly optimistic about. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the song though, Brody, because I need to speak to Kieran because he suggested it was a Gorillaz track that played I in think the it's trailer. Len, isn't it? And it's most certainly not a Gorillaz track, so I'm going to be taking Len. him up on that. Or something as like the, that. As a as a man that's worn a Gorillaz hat on the podcast before, won't accept that makes that you the authority. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, well, he's about meant to being... be something of a Gorillaz fan himself, so he's, he's just... That's, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's just out of himself as a fraud. <laughs> um, speaking about being the authority on things, though, Shannon, you're the expert when it comes to all things PlayStation. Do you have a connection to Twisted Metal? Are you excited for this series at all? I definitely played the originals on PlayStation. Like, they were great games at the time. Um, it's, I honestly, James, you might know more about this, but, like does this match the story of the games at all? Like that was just like an arena battle. Was there a situation, story? Wasn't it? I don't think so. <laughs> um, Where this, I just, I there was probably, it much. there was probably character I mean, descriptions or something like that. The, 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 yeah. All I yeah, remember was like, driving I mean, under the Eiffel tower. That's see, all this, I remember from like, Twisted Metal. This would make expert, like a great, so like, <laughs> this would make like a great <laughs> horror. It'd make a great horror show or something to that effect. Cause a lot of the, like the cars and like sweet tooth, like a quiet, grimacing but i don't think it's that at all it says action no it's not comedy vibes at all i think it's comedy yeah, yeah. yeah. so high octane um, action comedy yeah 
When I think about this versus the Gran Turismo movie, which the trailer also dropped for this week, like I'm definitely more keen for this. Oh my god, I, think. I missed that. Mm. Like uh, this, this at least could be interesting with a Gran <clears throat> Turismo movie. Like just keep it. I think. All I think. Of this, we, yeah. This, of all the, the car, sweet truth part f- was cool. Like I. I don't know, but yeah, what could it be apart from that? Like, I think so. I'm just like like done with clowns, like in general. (laughs) Yeah, like we haven't even watched it, so you should get onto that before you watch this. Okay, it's just weird that like of all the car combat games that they could have adapted, they had Carmageddon sitting right there, and they they chose this one. Where's because no one played Carmageddon? But Twisted Metal has characters at least. Like it has. Yeah, Carmageddon's got max damage. I just think no, I don't understand like, because like the time for Twisted Metal to come back was when they did Destruction All Stars. Like, and, but name, they did Destruction All Stars. So why would you do a TV show? Name another yeah. character from Twisted Metal other than Sweet Tooth and John Doe. Raven. I was asking Shannon. He's the one that oh, said sorry. identify name characters. Raven. Nev Campbell plays Raven. <laughs> Nev Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I yeah. don't know. It's a, I don't it's know. It's an odd one. I'd, I'd I like another character from Carmageddon. Like, well, that's another question. Do you think they will say this series somehow defies all likelihood and <laughs> is middling? Will they put out another game for Twisted Metal? I don't think or so because Destruction All Stars bombed, and like that was the time to just do it. <clears throat> then I think instead of Destruction All Stars. You know what I do Twisted want Metal. though? Mm-hmm. Another Motorstorm game. Bring back Motorstorm. Those games slapped. Who made that? Evolution. Uh, yes. Mm. What are they doing now? Who are dead? They're gone. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, no, they were shot. Like, see, people who work there work at um, whoever makes Destruction All Stars. So, oh, <laughs> just no. a great studio <laughs> that's destined for big things. <laughs> oh. okay, that's really mean. Rough. There's people yeah. there. Like. <laughs> It's not looking good for them. But I like gen- Yeah, like it's not their fault. You're about to, you're about to be cancelled. <laughs> I am. All right, anyway, let's move on. Before that happens, let's uh, try with another TV adaptation of a video game series then. And that is Vampire Survivors, which is reportedly in the works, according to a report by Variety. Um, Brody, I seem to remember you playing a bit of Vampire Survivors. Was that your jam? I, I have played it. Um, I didn't play it at length. I know James has played it quite a bit, but um, I feel right. like Vampire Survivors has, has probably got less story than Twisted Metal. So I don't see what they're doing here. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> oh, is there a lot of there. lore, is there? <laughs> yeah, I just imagine James like pushing up his glasses. Like, well, He's like, actually, actually <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, as, yeah, there, there's tell. a lot of lore in, 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 the, in the base, like in the, um, what's it called? Steam description? Where all the, no. The mate, bestiary? The fucking... <laughs> Yes, that one. Um, there's a lot of lore there, and they could definitely do some cool stuff with that. Um, okay. It's I should know this is an it, animated TV, TV series. Yeah, it's interesting, though, because like there's no vampires in this, so I don't know why how it's going to go having a show called Vampire Survivors without vampires. I didn't even know that. That's, I, yeah, I yeah. missed that detail. What That makes there's zero no vampires. sense, right? <laughs> no. That's bizarre. As somebody who's put 45 hours and in counting into it. Um, There's vampires in the game? Nah, nothing. <laughs> what? I'm so confused. Yeah, I'm telling you the truth. So what are we fighting in the game? Are they all just like zombies or Literally something? Literally everything else. Skeletons. I've played the game. Robin Hood. Surely there's, there's vampires. No vampires in You're it. taking the mickey. Okay. 
He might. He might be right. I'm trying to think of like which of the the enemy yeah. types. There are on a the lot of skeletons. I would say was a vampire. There's monks, nuns, gorgons, <laughs> fairies. Yeah. Like Is that player character a vampire? <laughs> no, none of them are vampires. Do you, if you get really far into a run, does a vampire appear? No, death appears. Sounds like Redfall. <laughs> At least, at least well. Redfall's got that going for it. It does actually have vampires in the game. Uh, all right. Well, circling, <laughs> circling back to Redfall, I do have a rapid-fire question for oh. you all. We started the show talking about Redfall, of course. Bethesda's next Xbox exclusive ought to be Starfield, assuming all goes to plan. But, hey, it's been delayed by a year once before. Um, my question for you all. What do you predict the meta score Metacritic score will land at Brody. Um, hang on, I was just trying to Google something. Just as a Google, go something. to someone else. James, eighty-six. Eighty-six. I was also going to say the eighties, but I'm going to go a flat eight. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. Mm. No, I say eighty-two. I'll just go a little lower, Shannon. I'm going to say 88. Ooh, hi. Just like to go above Ready. the rest, you know. Mm. I think this game has to hit. Like, it has to be a hit. Like, it has to be their new Skyrim, basically. And Skyrim, Spit apparently, got 96. So, I'm going to say 90. I'm going to say 90. They're going to hit a 9 across the board. Okay. Yeah. Average 90. 9. Skyrim 96. That's... On Xbox 360, yeah. I mean, I guess at the time it was pretty incredible. And they need to do it again. Very buggy as well. (laughs) Unmatched still? I think so. For like an open world. Hasn't it literally been like overtaken by like other games? Yeah, like literally every other Western RPG ever. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) nothing has. Got me to play it for a hundred hours since, so that must just be a me yeah, problem. You're I guess. a different person. I would say the Witcher. Who, I am. Yeah, I'm a different breed, aren't I? In what it does. You also haven't played much since then, so that doesn't. No. <laughs> just <laughs> virtual tennis True. every day since. Yeah. Busy <laughs> running a conglomerate. <laughs> 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 yes, giant. The press start yep. empire. <laughs> Very true. Uh, all right. I think it's time for What the Wiki, the Press Start Podcast Game Show, where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, <coughs> must guess the game. The first to guess... Sorry, you get a correct... You get a point for each correct guess, and the first to take two points wins the round. If you get a clean sweep, you get a bonus point. We've got all sorts of rules for the game now. But Brody, as last week's winner, you are today's host. Do you want to recap of the scoring first? Please. You are currently in the lead on 13... That's James, good. Ewan, and Kieran are all tied on 10. Shannon on 6. James W. with nil pois. When can I start um, having five points per guess? Never. When there's at two the weeks end. left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we throw out all the rules at the end of the season. December, uh, December special. The show is yours. Take it away. Ah, oh, thank you. Okay. Uh, the game is a 2016 puzzle video game developed and published by Thekla Inc., Inspired by Mist, the game involves Ewan. the ex- Ewan. Is this the witness? It is the witness. Well done, Ewan. Thank you. Well done, my little Yui boy. <laughs> Didn't well, get go that point. far into that at all. All right, Yui on one. It continues. 
The developer began work on this game shortly after the release of their first, using the first game's custom game engine. The team switched to Unity to simplify development, adding their own rendering routines, later released as open source to create a signature look. That's just fascinating. Uh, the game was partially funded by a grant from the Danish Film Institute, uh, and it prepared, uh, prepared, premiered, sorry, at Microsoft's E3 2014 conference, with a planned release of 2015, but was delayed to 2016. Shannon. Could be any Xbox game. Go on, you Shannon. Shannon. No, I don't know. I'd- okay. Thanks for coming. James? Uh, Quantum James. Break. Oh. I don't know. It's not Quantum Break. Alan Wake American Nightmare. It is not Alan Wake American Nightmare. Fuck. Uh, well, not Danish. Game, I, I feel really stupid now. <laughs> really stupid. The uh, the game released a critical acclaim. Uh, they noted it as an improvement over their first game, praising its art direction, atmosphere, and gameplay. The game was nominated. I know for, this is. I'm trying to remember the name. The game was nominated for numerous accolades, including Game of the Year, and won several independent and technical achievements. As with their first game, this game is included on multiple lists of the greatest games of all time, as compiled by games journalists. Shannon. Trademark. No, I Shannon. don't. Shannon. Inside. It is inside. Damn it! Uh, Thank you. I was trying to remember, like, what the sequel to Limbo was. God damn it! My bonus point. Well done. I could have caught up Brody. Shannon Shannon won. James on nil point. Uh, Third game. Uh, God damn uh, it. Initially developed as arcade games by Midway... The game found popularity with its photorealistic digitized graphics, over-the-top presentation, and exaggerated style of gameplay. The successor to something, the original something, allowed players to jump many times James. above their own height. James. Oh. I was going to say, fuck, man. That is not know. correct. <laughs> 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 Three, um, the two, spiritual successor one. to uh, I'm just gonna go around Donkey Kong Country 2. <laughs> it's not Donkey Kong Country 2. I just honed it on digitized actors. Sorry, uh, I was gonna say, did Midway do Donkey Kong? No, they didn't. Shannon. So, like I said, I didn't hone <laughs> in on everything. Shannon. <laughs> Shannon, is it? It's not Rampage, is it? It's not Rampage. Uh, allowed players to jump m- many times above their own height. Make slam dunks that defy human capabilities and freely oh. shove or elbow opponents out of the way without consequences. Shannon, can I? When oh, am I Jack. Back? Uh, I'm first. It was the end of the sentence, so I will allow it. Uh, that Shannon am I back? Yes. I've got Ooh. nothing, so go for it. NBA Jam. It is NBA Jam. Well done, Shannon. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank well, you. Thank we, you. Boy, oh, boy. What a Come random few games we get. Yeah. Wow. Wow. mix. Delivering the goods. <laughs> Love it. Oh, uh, well, Shannon, that bumps you up to eight points. Just two points behind James and Kieran, but I closed the gap on Brody a little bit, moving up to 11 points to his 13. Huge. And with Shannon that... Shannon gets a host. How it's always a good time when Shannon Oh, hosts. God, yeah. <laughs> Look forward to that. <laughs> For all my ladies start planning who I'm putting up next week to help me out. <laughs> With that, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. You can subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast platform of your choice. Follow us at Press.au and visit the site, of course, at Press.com.au. We've been joined today by Brody. 
Thank you. You can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. Check out the Redfall review. Got another one going up in a couple days, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is. It's another hotly anticipated game, so get ready for that. Uh, Only the best from you. Only the best. (laughs) Uh, Also joining us today was James. Yeah. um, You can find me on Twitter at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. You've also got something cooking that I guess we can't talk about, but... I don't want to... Yeah, like, I wasn't going to uh, say uh, it, but I guess, anyway. I guess we just better move on. Let's just uh, move on. I also, I'm George... always working, always working, <laughs> always, always working work. on something. <laughs> always juggling so. multiple projects. <laughs> yeah. yeah, also... Always something in the oven, <laughs> both figuratively and literally. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, joining us also was Shannon... <laughs> You can follow me at Shannon Grixie. I don't have anything to top that, unfortunately. <laughs> so just go do that. And I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. I always get laughing fits towards the end. But thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Mm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> There's that oven Bye. timer, James. It's going off. <laughs> don't cry, Ewan. Ooh. You're sensitive to tearing. <laughs> 